what's the the dangly toggle thing that the adapter? <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another episode of Sibling Wool. Today we're going to be talking about our very own Beverly Goldberg, otherwise known as our smother, Shannon Larson. Hope you enjoy! Everyone good? Is it grumbly outside at your house too? Yeah, there was a big lightning that just happened. It was just my stomach. I heard it too. We heard the same lightning. Or thunder, I guess. We didn't hear the lightning. That would be crazy. Please stop. Let go. Awesome. So I sent out a couple of questions a little bit ago. And hopefully you guys had some time to think about things. But today we are talking about mom. Mrs. Shannon Louise Robinson Larson. That one. That one. Um, and so I thought we could first talk about a specific or maybe like unique memory that you have about mom. Well, let's do it. Um, so a couple of unique uh ish memories that i have is i remember when we first moved from nephi and we were living with grandma and also like right when we first moved into our house in highland that there was like a lot of times where we would go back down to nephi for like whatever whether it was like to visit Sharon or visit Chrissy and her family or like whatever it was. But I can remember like multiple times of going with just me and mom. And I like, I don't know why, but there would be like, well, that's what I don't know. And I don't know if maybe they were there and I just like blocked them out. And it's like, I'm the main character for until 2003 and then a new one steps on the scene (laughs) but i just have like multiple memories of me and mom driving down south listening to cable 93 listening to cable 93 and just like singing along to the music and i think now about how like when i get in my truck the first thing i do is turn on music granted it's not like always country music but there are times where i listen to country music and like the country music that I listen to is usually that like older country of like the Garth and the Shania and the Faith Hill era. Um, and I think that that's like one of those things that like like that that's the reason that I do it. I think that I learned to like love music and sing in the car and like have fun while I'm driving, listening to music that I like because of mom. And I think it started with like those times where I got to drive with her to Nephi for like an hour at a time. And it was just like singing in the car because I was like eight. And so there wasn't like a lot that we could really talk about <laughs> besides like Pokemon <laughs> cards or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a fun, unique memory that I thought of as I was thinking about mom and 
and her impact on my life and things like that. I think that's really cool. Like, actually, it's probably only been a few weeks or maybe a couple of months ago when I was sitting in our clinic and one of the nurses had just like Spotify or whatever music playing kind of quietly over at her desk. And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I like realize that I'm kind of singing out loud and singing along with this music. And then I realized it's like those old, like exactly what Kate's talking about. Garth Brooks, George Strait, like all those classic, like, all right, Saturday chores, mom's turning on the music on the speakers and we're getting to work. And it was, yeah, it was just great to be like, this is exactly the music that I grew up listening to. And this is, and it was just like, it subconsciously, kind of like you're saying, Kate, it brought them, me singing it under my breath and then slowly louder and louder until everyone's kind of like what are you doing (laughs) and then it's like weird that you know that music too it just like when i was kind of random stuff like that and people are like why do you know this song like yeah this is a reba mcintyre song from 1995 i'm like this is a classic i know (laughs) how dare you (laughs) have you ever even done saturday chores have you heard have you heard Shannon's playlist before there were even playlists? <laughs> the like, CD yes, turned I know like, every yeah, word. Yeah, like so the good. 800 um, CD turned, 800 songs. <laughs> yes, I know every word to this Celine Dion song, and what are you going to do about it? Not even mad. Not even mad. Well, I almost had to, like, fight one of the other residents who said Celine Dion, you know, like, they can't stand Celine Dion. I'm like, I, I will hit you. <laughs> Respect. respect. Shannon taught me to respect that woman. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing better than like a Saturday morning like call to action by the music playing and like how else are you even supposed to clean in a good mood without without it? How she did it though, that's how most mornings growing up we woke up. Whether it was yeah playing a hymn, pounding a hymn on that piano <laughs> wake up like, like I'm not going to come and get you because that's not the way we're doing this, but I'm going to make it so you're not asleep anymore. <laughs> it's your, it's your choice whether you come or not, <laughs> but you won't be sleeping. <laughs> it's your choice, but you do not get to sleep. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, one of the memories that I thought of is a little irreverent. It's probably one mom would not be like maybe the most excited about me remembering and sharing, but it's one that like <laughs> it's just, just one of my memories. Just snip it from just... last time of damn it, Harry, and I'll just like bleep out exactly because I mean you all know where this is going. The, I can't even remember if it, I, I know that Cade was in the car with me. I can't remember if anybody else was, but we were in the truck, that old red truck. I don't think it was Blanket, but it was probably the other similar it one. Was, it was Blanket's twin brother that right. we sold to G, Gina's dad or something like that. Yeah. We're driving from Nephi to Levan, and it's like cold and not been great weather and we hit a patch of ice and we're just spinning in circles on the on the highway going back and mom just white knuckled on that on the steering wheel and just obviously scared because she had these us little kids in the car and shit 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 (laughs) and i think it's funny because you know obviously 
neither of our parents swears very often. And like we kind of talked, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm getting some, I'm getting some questionable looks from some members of the peanut gallery. Um, let that be noted, but that's uh, Mr. Peanut to you. They, I mean, I've, I've heard many other people that cuss far more frequently, but like our parents are very, very, very mild compared to most other people. But it's just one of those things that I still that's still rubbed off on me is like that's my swear word of choice. If I'm if I'm saying something, you bet you better believe it's gonna be shit. So. <laughs> and yeah, it's funny because uh, there have been plenty of of the other residents who have been like, "Man, you don't! I don't think I've ever heard you cuss." I'm like, "Well, you know, if I do, it's usually very quietly under my breath, and when it is, it's usually the word my mother." has kind of helped us to to use as our our outlet for this sort of it's our family cuss word exactly <laughs> passed down from generation to generation generations and say it's i think it's probably something that came from grandpa robinson but <laughs> it's very likely awesome who wants to go next oh. I will. I was thinking the first thought that came to mind was right after the house was put up for sale in American Fork. I remember, I don't know if I'd gone to school that day or like when mom and dad had told me, I don't feel like I just came home and the sign was in the yard, but, and didn't know, but I like came home and the sign was there. And I remember just sitting in like the blue rocking chair that's in the blue room now. And mom, like, holding me and just rocking me and thinking, I'm seven. And, like, I, my mom's holding me like a baby and I'm just sitting here crying. Like, I'm, like, kind of pathetic. But now I'm, like, 33 and it just hasn't stopped happening sometimes where I just, <laughs> my mom just holds me and rocks me. And, and I don't know why that's the, well, I do. That's the thought that came to mind because that it embodies mom like caring loving always there and just just my greatest constant manifest in this life and i'm so grateful for that that's my thought my thought kind of ties into that um it's been it's happened a few times growing up but it's mostly been a few years since i've moved but mom will just like out of the blue well it seems out of the blue to me but just like hey let's go to lunch or hey let's do this together and like just the two of us and there's always i get kind of nervous when she sends those texts because there's always like a purpose behind it something she wants to talk about right so i'm always like oh no what <laughs> what am i in trouble for what is going on but it's usually like a problem that I've been going through that I've kind of like mentioned in passing or she's noticed that has bugged me and she wants to like sit down, get to the bottom of it, talk it out, share her perspective and stuff. And I feel like that shows how much she thinks about us. You know, she's always been good that way to like not think of herself as much 
but to worry about us first. And I don't know. It's nice to see that that has happened even past being under her roof and being, you know, within her charge. But she still cares so much that she'll sit for hours and worry about what we're going through and then follow up to make sure it's, you know, resolved and we feel good about it. So. Just ain't going to quit. I'll never, never stop. Like what her number one stress and worry and priority. She always makes that like, well, um, I'll go. I have to, one of them is just like short and so dumb. But in elementary school, when Addie and I, we moved to Alpine Elementary and we like would meet outside the pink house and mom would come and pick us up. Oh, we always knew mom would be there or sister Merritt, like one of the two would be there. And if sister Merritt usually would pick us up and if she wasn't, mom would specifically tell us that she was coming to pick us up that day. And one day she was supposed to come and pick us up and she forgot. <laughs> Abby and I were just like, like, yes, that is always thinking about us. She is. She is. <laughs> Like she, like I remember, she told us she's like I was at Heidi's and I just like Sister Mary was coming. I forgot that that Stephanie wasn't coming. Yeah. And so, but Addie and I are like standing outside the pink house, like literally, probably forty-five minutes. Just like, all right, well, I guess we'll just start walking. So we start walking, (laughs) and we made it to like the Alpine Art Center. I remember on the curb, and finally, Mom like pulls up and like sees us and hers and like flips a U-turn. And she's just like, I'm so sorry. Like, oh my gosh. I was wearing a long sleeve we, black I, shirt. Yes, because we were going to take pictures that day. We were, and I was melting. Pictures like, of what? I was, like, we, I was like, Addie, we can't just stand here. Like, we'll be standing here forever. Like, we just have to start walking. But yeah, we both like had on like these black outfits because we were going to take pictures of like us with us and McCall that day, like after we got done at school. But I, where was I? I wasn't forgotten for some reason. No, you weren't in like you weren't in elementary school yet. Oh. I think Addie was probably like fifth grade, so I was fourth grade. Yeah. And but yeah, that was like just like a small one that I just thought of. (laughs) But. It was just like the funniest. She's going to be so happy to hear that. (laughs) Like that's the only time that I can recall or like think of that. It's like she forgot. But it's just like funny to me. But like that's like one of the things where I was just like, I guess I'm, I guess I'm walking because I'm an an orphan. (laughs) So dumb. Anyway, that's my like, that was just one that I just thought of just barely. But my real one kind of is more along the lines of Mari and Abby's. And in high school, my junior year, when Hunter passed away, like, mom was there for me and helped me through the hardest, one of the hardest things I've ever had to, like, learn about and go through in my life. And... She didn't try and be like, oh, I know how you're feeling. I know what you are thinking. I know 
how like what this is like and everything but she was just there for me and she just let me cry and be sad when I needed to be sad and let me be happy when I needed to be happy and felt all of those emotions with me she had so much empathy and always does but she respected my emotions and respected how I was feeling even though it would last it lasted for weeks and weeks where I would just come home and I would sob and I would cry because I did not understand and she would just tell me like you know like I don't understand either and I can't tell you how this is going to be better or what what's going to happen and all these things but she just let me be sad and cry and told me that like it's okay because Heavenly Father is is in charge and he has perfect understanding and he knows why this happened and all these things and she taught me so much in those months after Hunter died plus I mean I was in high school at the time and so it was like I was already going through all the regular drama of being a high schooler but she was there for me every second of every day and would text me and make sure that I was doing all right at school or like anything like I specifically remember like two or three nights after it happened I had the worst nightmare and I went upstairs and I slept on the floor next to mom's bed and she woke up and she just held my hand and the every time I think about that and the, that time in my life I just always hope that I can be as good of a mom as she is and as good of a friend as she is and be as empathetic and as good of a listener as she is because she is very good at validating your feelings and letting you just kind of be when you need to be and doesn't ever make you feel pressured to talk or do things you don't want to and so that is probably one of the most like precious memories that I have of like my many many memories with mom but yeah well now that I'm in tears I guess I will <laughs> um okay so mine gone first I don't know I should have mine is I have like a lot of I could pick from but one of my favorites and like one that just sticks out to me and is like a constant is her like when she always plays, used to play the piano and like she doesn't play it as often and so the other day she started playing that one song that that poem song that she always pounds out on the piano do you guys know the one I'm talking about she started playing that and I just burst into tears and I don't even know why and she comes out and she just goes are you crying and I was like no she's like why are you crying I don't know I just haven't heard that song in so long and so it's kind of like Cade that like like I don't know just her musical talents like all the different things that like she showed me a scrapbook she made for me the other day like all her different talents like the way she shares them with us it's really beautiful and like she likes to have other people and like enjoy her talents type of thing like she's good at sharing her talents in the right way so that's like nervous about what other people will think like she's the loudest person in church to be singing apart from a few next to Vaughn yeah 
Other than she has no qualms about when she's seen. She's seen. Obviously, she's passed in because she doesn't care now either. Obviously, once you have mowed enough lawns. You learn that mowing the lawn and singing out at the top of your lungs is the only way to mow a lawn. It helps the time pass. I think that the grass is calmed while you're cutting it. Your neighbors love you more. Your neighbors look at you and think, look at that great person over there. They are having the time of their life mowing the lawn. But no, I get what you're saying, Like Her music, her cooking and baking, her scrapbooking, crafting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's very I, good at letting her light shine. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that most of it is like her hobbies, her time, her talents are spent, you know, obviously bettering her, but helping others to feel comforted or loved or to strengthen them as well. And I Obviously, all of us have been probably the biggest benefactors from that. Mm-hmm. From, from that standpoint, I guess. Thank goodness. But that's true. Like, so many people, like, uh, even like my friends now are like, I can't wait to hear what your mom has, like, your mom's reaction to that. Or like, like the good news that people want to share with her because she is so good at being genuine and excited and loving and I don't know, just a light that people yeah, want a part of. Once she's in your corner, which you know, she's very welcoming. Like once she's in your corner, I don't know that you got anybody. You can find anybody who'd be better to have in your corner. You know, no. there to cheer you on and to fight for you. Be the luckiest. Yeah. I think that was another thought that I had that she's just always there, which we're super blessed and totally grateful for, you know, but like we can't think of like any basketball games that she like missed or <laughs> you know, and now that I like drive my kids around to like their activities, I'm like, she did this with six of us, like <laughs> I'm thinking we're just going to settle for nothing. We're not going to do anything at our house. Like, no more anything. Because it's so much work and so much effort to drive and sit and wait. And But she never, com- never complained. But and if anything, just cheer louder and encouraged more. And um, Like, you even think, I even think about, like, when Keenan was, like, graduating and he, like, sent out the link for the the video and she was like up because it was at like 7 a.m or something our time it's like earlier in the morning but she was like up and ready to go like crying and cheering and (laughs) having a blast even from far away it's amazing because i don't even think i watched it live i think that i watched it on double speed later <laughs> That's what I learned in school is to watch the lectures on double speeds. So. I think that kind of what we're talking about now, though, might be a pretty good segue into this next question that you'd sent out, Cade. 
Yeah. So the next question I put was, what is something that you have learned from uh, mom that is now an integral part of who you are? We just lost the sisters. Oh, oh sad. Oh, um, well, we don't I need them. Dead weight. <laughs> I think, again, kind of like we're talking, there's a lot of things that, that I feel like we've learned from mom. But one of the biggest things as I was thinking about this question is just like her love of people and, and caring for them and putting them in the priority spot. As I was thinking about it, you know, I was thinking about how each of us kind of in succession with our friends through high school, it was always like one of the things that mom loved was to have our friends over and make like big breakfast for us or like, make fried egg sandwiches for all of us and you know she like wanted to be a part of of our lives and and get to know our friends and it wasn't like oh like I know that Keenan likes to you know he hangs out with Aaron and Clayton and Jordan Aldred and all these people at, at at school like I know their names and I can tell you one thing about them like she was as interested in everybody else's lives and and you know and involved in being a part of that is as you know she could be and like she cared about them as well and i think that you know again and then moving on after being out of the house and even bringing friends back from college and she just wanted to get to know everybody and be you know share of her love and and again her talents with everyone and it's something that you know i i think that i've made fun of her a little bit for um again looking like she likes to look through the obituaries to see if she knows anybody that's that's passed away and again I've, i think that i've teased her about it but i think that more than anything it it's just something that is very important to mom is people and and not just like knowing people superficially but getting to know them what they what's important to them showing her love by by truly caring about people and again it's it's one of those things i think that you guys were hitting it right on the head like everybody wants to know well how did shannon react to how did shannon react to your big news everybody wants to know because they you know they've gotten to know her they've gotten to love her as well <clears throat> and and kind of as we were talking like she's just your biggest fan it obviously is magnified and even more for us, but just just looking and seeing that not for like my friends and like these people that she doesn't see or hardly interact with that she knows all sorts of things about and cares that about them, you know, and how much more she cares about us. And and I think that that's one thing that I'm not very good at. Um, I'm not as good at keeping in touch with people and kind of having those deep relationship as mom is but it's something that i do feel like it's something that i have tried to to be better at because of seeing her and seeing how how much it helps other people and blesses their lives so that was kind of what i thought about with this that i think is a big part of who mom is that i'm sure she's kind of passed up at least in some degree to all of us That was the like exact thing that I thought of about this question. 
was that like I like I think about when Trey and Mickey blessed crew they're like mom came with me to the baby bless you know and and those kind of things like you're saying that's like people are so important to her and she understands the value like of a soul I think that's like a very Christ-like attribute is that she is able to see people in a lot of ways the way that the savior sees them and she's able to love people in ways that like I might find it hard to, or like people that I might find difficult. <laughs> and and like I I feel like I'm pretty good at it in a lot of ways. Like I it, it kind of got brought to my attention like a couple weeks ago. Um I was talking with one of my employees and she was like, I've never had a boss text me when I tell them that I'm gonna run late that text me okay just make sure you get here safe and she's like that has always been like really impactful to me that like that's what you're worried about is you're worried about us getting there safe you're not worried that like i'm going to be 15 minutes late and you're not like ready to you know give me discipline or whatever and i i thought about it and i was like honestly i don't know like what else i would say to you like <laughs> You know, this but I think that that's like, so this yeah, is I think that's like a <laughs> mom response of like, okay, like we can deal with that when you get here, but like, I want you to make sure you get here safe. Like, don't worry about trying to speed so that you can get here quicker. Don't worry about running a red light. Like, just make sure you get here safe. And then we can deal with whatever, you know? And that was like the first thought I had after... I had that interaction with my employee was like, I can almost guarantee that that's maybe not exactly how mom would handle that situation, but moms would for sure be like, okay, well, like you getting here is more important. Like, let's make sure that happens first and then we can deal with whatever. And, and that is such an amazing ice like attribute to be able to like see people's value and see their worth and help them feel of their value to you. Like I have never in my life felt like unvalued by her, you know, which is like what you would hope cause she's your mom. But like, <laughs> even when I've done <laughs> some dumb things or like stupid things, especially when I was like a lot younger, I just remember always feeling that like she was never really mad at me, but that it was more of like she was disappointed because she loved me so much and knows I can do better and wants me to be better, you know? And and it's just like so amazing that even in like a hard situation or a tough situation, that love is still the where she was leading from. And I think she's a good example of it, like in her calling and those kind of things of like serving the people she's with and making sure they understand of their value to her and to the Lord as well. So that that is my bit. My thoughts, kind of like yours, maybe off of that as well, just that she's always been good to like 
find the good things in people first and focus on that and you know make that the biggest and most important part of her relationship with them um, like especially within her family and her different jobs she's had over the years and different callings that she's had she's dealt with people that are difficult like you said and not to say that she's never complained about people you know but she's always worked hard to find something that she can love about them and something that is good and let that be her primary opinion and primary focus of them um and treat them based off of that good thing within them not any of the bad you know unless they're rude to one of her children because then she has zero tolerance <laughs> that person is then dead, dead <laughs> not <laughs> any friends we've had over the years i mean like, mom they just me the boys that are being stupid to mccall right now mom's having zero mom's just tolerance. like cut it out Seriously, you tell her one thing about your friend here. I guess we're not friends anymore because my mom can't pull you. I already told my mom, so you are really that bird bridge is burned to the ground. It's going to take some good hard work for you to get that back. For real. I always think of that song that's like, my mama don't like you, and she likes everyone. Yeah, exactly. But like, what more could you want in a like a cheerleader, you know? Then that like they're the just like, you don't like but she unapologetically like on your side. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, mine is that mom is always just like happy to go and do whatever, and just it doesn't matter what she's doing as long as she's like with people that she loves she'll like go you know like it might not always be her favorite thing but she'll go and do it and i think that that's a big part of why i mean like she's so happy all the time is because she just is like whatever it is like i'll go and i'll have a good time like i always think about when dad will be like oh, I'm going to buy a tractor or something off KSL. Like, do you want to come with me? And she's like, yeah, sure. Like, I'll ride with you to uh, wherever, four hours away to go look at a tractor that you're probably not going to buy. And like, but she just goes because she loves dad. Like, she loves spending time with him. And so she does it. Or just like little things. I think about all the swim meets that she went to every summer for however many years that were like the most like literally the most miserable <laughs> so, except so for when you were Some points were so like, bad except for like Some the three minutes yeah and so i like think about that but she like would pack us up every saturday morning at like 5 a.m she would go out the night before and like buy us snacks and everything and just like be there at the swim meet for hours on end cheering us on having the time of her life because she's like i'm watching my children do what they love or do what they want to do and just like all the little things that 
aren't always necessarily the most fun, but she like tries her hardest and best to make them an enjoyable, good time, which I like, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to go and do this, but then I try and remember like, okay, you might not want to go and do it, but like, you'll be with your friends or you'll be with your family, like the people that you love. And so because of that, like, you can make it a good time. And I think that that's something that mom, like, does really well and is a great example of. So. I think she's really good at being, like, intentional. Like, everyone's kind of mentioned how she, like, chooses to be happy in the moment and chooses to like see the best in people but that she's very conscious of of how she chooses to show up and she chooses to show up with so much joy and so much love not to say she's not can be not be like frustrated or angry at times but like she consciously consciously chooses in those moments like i'm gonna respond this way or choose to see people in this way and I think that she's like kind of grown to make it effortless or it's just become who she is like I don't think same effort yeah she makes it seem that way like I feel like it takes a lot of effort for me to be like what would mom do or how would mom react or except for when it comes to like trying to take pictures of my kids like you better believe that's when I'm like this is how Shannon would be and I'm owning this moment when I'm most like Shannon (laughs) this is when I'm most rising up um but yeah I think of all the things like I I hope to be like forever it was I hope I would I hope that my handwriting would look like hers like as a kid I remember trying so hard to have handwriting like mom's it was so so dreamy but now I just hope to be everything good that she is because she is just the epitome of good and love and I'm grateful for that example does anyone have any final thoughts that they would like to share since no one responded with like any other questions or anything (laughs) um Another thought that I had that I forgot to text out was that's like a little more lighthearted um, is like, what is your favorite food that mom makes? And like, there's obviously the ones that like Italian chicken over rice that we like all ask about for birthday dinners and stuff. But is there something that like, whenever you think about it or like you eat certain things and like you associate it with mom or anything like that one of the ones that i thought about and this is like actually the reason i thought about this question do you you guys remember cheeseburger rice yes (laughs) yes it's like literally just like hamburger meat and rice and ketchup and mustard with cheese on top I remember always thinking it was so cool because she made the rice in the oh, pot. Rice cooker. I was like, oh, wow. No. Oh, wow, you go, girl. <laughs> Chef Boy are due. I know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like a box of five minute rice. <laughs> but it's not like the most like elegant meal. 
but it's like one that like for whatever reason I think about it every once in a while I'm like I could really mess up some cheeseburger rice right now you know <laughs> well because you ever remember being asked to like put the ketchup in you're like how much like yeah like, I don't know just like squeeze it and count to just kind of squeeze it <laughs> okay how much is left in the bottle yeah that sounds good <laughs> that looks that looks right well well I think was it me and Addy or McCall maybe we mom and dad like brought home this tiny bottle of Mr. Yoshida's the other day yes <laughs> I was right there yeah that was me on the counter and it looked like it's like the size of a ketchup bottle and Mari goes I didn't know that they made Mr. Yoshida's in that regular size in bottle not, in, in the non size. yeah in the non Costco bulk pack but, you like, don't have to pour it out of that giant thing that you're just constantly worried you're going to pay your blood, your rice. You're like, <laughs> I made a terrible mistake. It's now soup. Oh, gross. But, like, we were talking about that and, like, the meal of just classic rice with steamed vegetables, like carrots or bro- broccoli or whatever with Mr. Yoshida's, and then, like, bread and butter. That was, like, <laughs> Which... It was great. As I was like, I need some buttered bread with some. (laughs) (laughs) But it was good. So good. But I could not tell you the last time I had that for dinner. But that was something I feel like was always a staple growing up. Because there were so many of us. and Yeah, that's how you feed masses. Now that. Now that I have to like meal plan and like budget and like feed a herd, I'm like, this all makes so much more sense. Like <laughs> where like it's past the Yoshida's, like I'm here for it now. And I remember oh. her asking it a lot as a kid, like, what should we have for dinner? I'd be like, like you're the mom. Like, I don't know, like whatever you want for dinner. But now I like ask my kids that's all the job. time. I'm like, right? <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like that's always the question Heather and I are asking, like, what should we do for dinner? And, like, mom did that for eight of us for so many years. I did not know how. And on the budget, she did it on, like... Yeah. I did not realize this was so stressful. Thriftiness and the stress. And I had... This doesn't pertain to food at all, but I remember, like, when Macy's was built in Spanish Fork or, like, probably Spanish. No... I don't know. But I remember like going to Macy's from Nephi and like oh, yeah. how game changing one hour photo was. <laughs> when she could finally like drop it off, do her shopping, and pick up pictures at the end, like before she left, and how like exciting that was. Cause I remember having to wait for like the week to go back and get the pictures. And it's just a just a big day for everyone, really. Sorry. Uh, digital cameras haven't always been a real thing. We used to have to like um, develop our photos. We couldn't see them right away. I just wanted I, to make sure. I don't even believe that. That's just like a history it. lesson. Yeah. This is going to be on my um, American Heritage class at BYU. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I think well, that I, just, when I touched on something uh, else. Oh. Go ahead, Liz. Raise your hand. 
Well, I'll just say, I feel like what Mari's touching on is, like, another aspect of mom that is just, like, so impressive to me that I was, that I've thought about, you know, like, kind of like you're saying, Mari, like, the meal planning, the budgeting for eight people and not just food, but, like, new school clothes for all of us and, and... Yeah, I did that today and I do not know how we all... All of those, so well. you know, how all of those... Any of us so had like, clothes. We're adults, I'm like, oh my gosh, how... What? <laughs> You guys remember Kufad? What did you just say, oh, girls? I was, <laughs> was going to talk about Kufad. And I like, don't know Kufad. Talks- you don't know Kufad? I don't know. I don't Kufad. know what Kufad is. What's that? What's what happened? What? The coupon <laughs> folder of death. It must have been it was after like you two had while you were on your mission. Binder that she would just like order she would get like four sunday papers so that she could clip and have like multiples of every coupon it didn't last super long it was a time it's like why do we have 47 lunchables in the fridge it's like (laughs) oh i had a coupon for like i had six coupons for it actually Uh, yeah, I do think that was why we were on our missions. So that's probably how you like feed a family and have two missionaries out at the same time. Yeah, probably. But it, like, it was also we would eat food that like we had never eaten before. It's like, why do we have brand name pop tarts in the in the pantry? Like, <laughs> this is not normal. We have brand name items. <laughs> like, what this is, is tang, and it's not like knockoff tang. It's like real tang. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just her her organizing and planning skills are pretty impressive i think that unmatched there's some of those things yeah i look at them like man i see all these things in in mom and dad i'm just like those would be great traits to have to have but i just i don't know where i missed out on those genes that i'm not as organized pay attention so no. I feel like we've all started to develop maybe not crying quite as well as mom does, but I think that we're all getting better. Have you seen my call lately? Well Paul's just like a hot mess. So that's because oh, she's A, she's named after mom, and B, she's like her protege. They're you know, they spend a lot more time together than any, you know. They have a lot more one-on-one time than any of us had, so She's training at the feet of the master. That's another thing about mom, though. She's like a sympathetic crier. Like, you start crying in front of her, and she will start crying as well. Which Mom's is just nice. a this crier. Is, you're right. This is sad. <laughs> yes. I don't feel bad about crying. Or, yeah, you're right. This is happy. I mean, there's no, like, limit to the range of emotions. She will match crying you. Up. Up here, she'll match you. Down here, she'll match you. And sometimes, even when she's matching you up here, right. it still involves tears. <laughs> yeah, tears tears are available on all spectrum <laughs> levels. Yeah, here and she'll take it here. Yeah. She's the best. Simply the best. Yeah. So now we are all going to sing um, Because I Knew You from Wicked. <laughs> Acapella. Kate, edit that out and rewind it. Okay,
Langley's wearing green, no. so she'll be out. <laughs> She's also arguably harmonized for I've heard it said. Oh, oh man. Well, better yet, win beneath your wings. We're gonna do it where Mari says one word, Keenan says the next word, Kate. Like we'll each just say one word and just go down the line, and then back up. McCall finishes the word, Mari next word. No, what is this for the song? I'm done. Yeah, I'm done with school. school. Done, been done with school. Not going back. No, thank you. Because (laughs) Keenan, I knew you. I have been changed for good good. Good. (laughs) that's so funny but when we first did that we did the christmas episode and and like the day after christmas we flew to mari's house and I just remember her listening to it for the first time on the plane. And I just like sat there and would watch her throughout the plane ride. And she's like laughing hysterically. And then she's like sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I should have filmed it. That'd have been fun to watch. <laughs> that would have been the real. All right. Are we going to say like, love you, mom, on three or like. Let's sing her that song that she always sings to Grandpa. I, I just called to, to say I love you. I just called to say how much I care. We could call ourselves right. the Skypers. All right, Mom, we love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks for being my mom. Sorry that we got derailed a couple times. (laughs) Sorry for sometimes sharing irreverent stories. Sorry that Kina brought up the one story where you cussed a lot in front of us. The only thing that happened. And the sisters brought up the one time you forgot them. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to set the mood and be like, let's all talk about nice things about mom. All these (laughs) y'all just come out the gate. (laughs) She eventually came. (laughs) She did see them on the side of the road. There's a parallel we can draw there that sometimes the Lord doesn't come right away. But he does come. He does. Sometimes we gotta meet him halfway. <laughs> Sometimes you've gotta meet the Lord at the junction. <laughs> Someone needs to like cross stitch that and hang it on the wall at Grandma's house. <laughs> cool. Oh man. Okay, well, I love I'm you, people.